I don't think either either of you said anything about um, that account that I sent you that that Twitter account I, I sent of uh, the fake Max. I don't I don't read all your messages. I'm sorry. It's not personal. <laughs> God, jeez. I get up early for this podcast. <laughs> John, I had to roll out of bed at seven thirty. That was that was painful. It's quarantine. I shouldn't have to get up early. Those Macs are fake. I didn't want you to get your hopes up. No, I know they're fake. I just, you know, I think they're, I think they're amazing. They're real. I will to post you. this in the show. I will post this in the show notes. Um, with someone named Dana Siberia, Siberia, um, who From was Siberia. doing these renders, these renders of um, of Max, you know, during like the sort of performer era that might have been. I think but, my favorite part about that not. is definitely the ones that I saw going around where people thought they were real. Like there was yeah. one that was two <laughs> portrait orientation CRT monitors. And somebody mm-hmm. I know who is a tech person was like, whoa, like, when do they have those? And everyone's like, dude, that's <laughs> I don't remember that out. one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that did not happen. There's another one that uh, I saw today that was um, a, uh, a power book and um, a, a tiny little power book with the keypad and, and a tiny little screen <laughs> that was <laughs> that was still the same height as the rest of the power book. <laughs> that sounds delightful. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Mm hmm. Hey, there's actual new Macs this week, though. Yeah, that's right. Real, brand new. Photoshop new ones or real ones? Asteri- okay. Asterisk, asterisk on new. Um, because the MacBook Pro 13-inch got revamped. However, there are basically two classes of MacBook Pro 13-inch here. One of which is the low-end, which is more or less the exact same low-end MacBooks Pros that they had before um, with a storage bump. And the new Magic Keyboard. In the, in the new and keyboard, that's it. yeah. And then the higher-end ones also got a RAM boost. So they're standard 16 gig instead of 8 gig. And they have better, newer processors as well. But And they got the storage bump in the new keyboard, obviously, too. Um, but it's interesting because a lot of people... Now, when we say new keyboard, though, it's, it's, it's really the, an old ma- keyboard, right? It's Well, yes and no, because... It is so I got I got flack for this because I said in my piece about it that I wanted to see Apple revamp the external magic keyboard and yes. it's the only thing that they haven't revamped. And I got a very angry letter which I posted on Twitter uh with someone demanding that Jason fire me because I didn't know what I was talking about because that had never been changed and it was still perfect. And I pointed out, yes, but it doesn't have an inverted T layout. And moreover, the switches that are in the new magic keyboard are not quite the same as the ones that are in the old one. And I'm perfectly happy with the old one, except for the inverted T layout is the main thing that like, I find I really miss. I still even now put my hand down yeah. in the wrong place on that keyboard. And I use that keyboard almost yeah. every day. Yeah. I mean, I have that. Yeah, I have the, the lousy sort of rectangle thing on my MacBook Pro, and, and I do not like it one, one bit. Yeah. Anyway, I think that Apple should revamp that. Um, and the colors are, as they point out, like... Almost every other keyboard has black and silver now, and the Magic Keyboard still has white and silver. It's a minor thing, but I actually think, I mean, the white keycaps do show a lot of grime and dirt. So that is one reason that the black ones are better. Yeah. Because they hide your, your grossness. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to confess, though, I haven't been using the keyboard as much as my iMac because I haven't been using my iMac as much because in another bout of perfect timing... I seem to have uh, developed some slight RSI in my right hand. So I have not been working at the <laughs> iMac currently, uh, except for when oh. I'm recording this. 
and I've moved my trackpad to the left side of my keyboard so that I remember not to use my right hand on it. <laughs> Fun times. How are you at left-handed mousing? It's harder. I am not nearly as precise. Like, I have trouble with, like, selecting text and stuff like that. Just, like, it takes more work than my right hand. For sure. I used to do it. I used to do it deliberately. Is this is this finally the push you need to stop using tap to click? No, in fact, I turned tap to click <laughs> on because, or even made sure it was on because when I use my right hand, I can exert less force with tap to click. I don't have to actually press down. Which which Maltz, Why yeah. did you intentionally go left handed mousing for a while? Well, to prevent RSI. <laughs> so I used to have uh went back when i worked in an office i would have my mouse on the left hand side so that uh anytime i was at work i was using my left hand and then when i went home and continued to be on the computer for a ridiculous number of hours uh you know this is before i had a kid uh i would be uh using my right hand so that you know reduced reduced our you're ambi masterist is what you're saying i am well you know for the most part i would say you know definitely my right hand is better than my left hand but um but i uh i'm not i'm not so bad with the left hand i'd say i haven't had a problem like this in about 20 years like when i was in college i did a lot of video editing and i was using a mouse and not a trackpad because that is what they had and because they did not have them and uh i definitely ended up with about for a while and i switched to left-handed mousing and i switched to uh I, i tried out that was early days of dictation software and speakable commands and stuff so i actually had a copy of um via voice the ibm speech recognition program uh and all of my friends made fun of me for it because uh, one of the downsides to via voice was that (laughs) unlike today's uh speech recognition it required you to train it to your voice so you essentially had to read stuff and they made fun of me for reading a story to my computer (laughs) It's fair, but my <laughs> my computer has trouble going to As sleep. I so vividly remember a friend of mine in college, uh, a friend of mine in college who was trying to configure Vivos and Vivoice and then wanted to show it off. And he would talk first of all in this really kind of like low voice where he was like it was quiet and bassier than his normal speaking voice, and like this is my new dictation software. And then it would inevitably get a word wrong, and he would say, "Delete that." Because that's what we're supposed to say. Delete yeah, that. That's delete right. the last word. And he would say, delete that. And then it would like transcribe, delete that. <laughs> and so it's just this. <laughs> I just have these these beautiful visual memories of, of my buddy Cole going, delete that. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. <laughs> and it was, uh, man, a few things in college amused me that much. I remember that day so, so vividly. Uh, he stopped using via voice. Mm. Stuff has gotten better, but it also feels like it's not as good as it should be. Like, I've been using more more uh, speech recognition stuff to, like, send texts and things like that. And it has made me painfully aware at how bad it is in some things. Like, you know, it'll get the wrong it's or the wrong there. Or it will, like, I've been using it on my MacBook a lot. And I think the, the mics on the MacBook are not as good. And it will definitely just get words wrong constantly. So... It's one thing when it's like, oh, it's convenient to use this, but I can always switch to the keyboard as to I'm using this a lot more because I don't really have the alternative of typing out these messages. And it is far more frustrating. And it makes me, even though Apple is pretty good as far as accessibility goes, it makes me frustrated for all the people who rely on this stuff. (laughs) Like, I don't know if they get it trained to work better for them, but like, I, I can imagine that being really frustrating. I know that Dan has had ongoing passionate diatribe against how autocorrect works on iOS devices. Um, And my complaint on the thing that I think Apple's making worse is not just autocorrect, but also when you use either Siri or just the built-in transcription, uh, it'll 
underline in blue and dash blue line, like the words that it's like you might have meant something else here. And you can tap on those things to choose replacements uh, to see other suggestions that it has for what you might have said. Except tapping on those blue phrases only works sometimes. Mm. (laughs) Other times you'll just be like highlighting words or it won't select them at all. Or you like try to double tap to select them or do anything else to try to show the words. And then it's not like in its blue underlined word mode anymore. (laughs) It's just I find that infuriating because it does mistranscribe words sometimes through no fault of its own. We have a lot of homophones in this language. It's just I, how it is. I had the same um, problem with the uh, red underlined words that autocorrect sometimes gets Lex, where it's like the other day I, I, I type something. I'm like, I know I'm not typing this right, but I can just tap it and it'll give me the right spelling. And it would, did the same thing where it wouldn't let me tap it. Like, do you want to select all this text? I'm like, no, I don't want to select all this text. I'm just trying to hit this stupid word right here. <laughs> I don't have any stories. I don't have any stories for this. <laughs> you don't type wrong? <laughs> perfect every time i didn't know i just live with the pain i think is what it is well i've been trying to use the swipe keyboard more too because i'll like be using it like left-handed and <sighs> it's also not great <laughs> like i feel like having used other swipe keyboards in the past they're better about figuring out what i mean whereas apples has a weird tendency to really focus on which letters did you touch with your swipe? <laughs> and it's like, no, you want to look at the pattern and the letters there nearby that and then figure out what is the most likely word that you were trying to type. Yeah, I can't get... We, we've had this discussion before, but I can't get into swipe. It's extremely typing. convenient with one hand, but... Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't mind Apple's swipe implementation. I don't think it's as good as Google's, but I like the fact that it's built in. Yeah, but I think I it, it, it's basically it either works great or terribly. There's no like yes, moderate. Right. <laughs> like so many Apple things. Yeah. That's all I brought. What do you That's guys our have? show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I would really uh, appreciate it if you made my edit lighter this week. <laughs> so that I don't have to sit in front of stupid logic for an hour trying to fix everything we did wrong in this show. If you guys could just do one take. That'd be great. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That, that sounds like me. <laughs> they call him one take molt. We used that joke literally last week, <laughs> except there was one take right? Friedman. So, hmm. well, so it's different. So it's kind of, so it's a completely different joke. I figure most of the time you just copy and paste the previous week's episode into the current week's episode. And that's just how we made the show. Is that not how it works? <laughs> Don't give away our secrets. What, uh, what Apple or other technologies are making your quarantines most bearable <laughs> for multi assume it's facebook <laughs> or is my, my question yeah, yeah. is assuming me, it's, not definitely facebook. Yeah. it's not bearable at all well it's still zoom uh even though i have not i have either of you do either of you use zoom or have you and or have you purchased a zoom account pay for pay account i use zoom every day both for work and fun and yeah i, I have okay. just a premium account the 15 dollar version or whatever it is yeah, I have right, a. Right. I don't use the paid version, but the incomparable because we record a bunch of podcasts on it has access to a paid version that we use. Okay, but I don't use it okay. personally for that. Yeah, because um, we I uh, have a Monday night hangout with uh, my buddies that uh, that used to be you know in real life, but is now on Zoom, and two of them have paid for them. So there's four of us, and two of them have paid for the. Uh, the account and it looked like one of them one of them was going to be late and the other one was going to check out early so it was like trying to figure out you know well and i guess that webex in order to try and like say hey we exist too is um is letting people use it for free i don't know if it's a limited time thing but um you can actually get an account that is uh, the problem with 
Zoom is it only lasts for 40 minutes. Like if you, if you have a call with more than two people, it only lasts, it only goes for 40 minutes. And WebEx has now said um, you can have unlimited time for, you know, up to like 50 people or something. It's some ridiculous kind of thing. And I was trying to figure out exactly like what, what is their, what is their model here? And like, well, how do they actually expect to get people to pay for it? I'm assuming this is just a temporary well, thing. And then eventually they'll, they'll start. They, they don't people. care about most individual users, right? They're trying to sell to companies. Yeah. That's the thing. So if you yeah, put like right. a high so they limit, probably get site, site license. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they're getting their money. It's not from you and me plunking down. You know who I feel right. like really, it kind of seems like missed the boat in this one is Slack, which up until this was like kind of like the de facto like oh yes online communities we all use slack right like and then all of a sudden even though slack has calling built in it's all i believe it requires the paid plan for anything more than one-on-one and so all of a sudden it's like well we still are using Slack, but now we've also used Zoom. And it felt like if Slack had been, you know, a little more proactive about that or loosened up its restrictions, it could have just kept. It's like, hey, you're already in Slack with these people. <laughs> just transfer yeah, right. to a Slack call. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, and as we've noted, uh, Apple barely improved FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> in bare the, minimum. In the, in the eight years that we've been in quarantine. When you're sending send with Slack, I thought you were going to say Skype. Because I was surprised how skype feels to be the forgotten ugly stepchild of people staying in contact um and i'm also like kind of amused at how it seems to be trying to emulate zoom a bit with some of its updates (laughs) um but uh but yeah i i I, the fact that like everybody well many people already had skype and knew how to use it for multiple participant conversations but zoom really ate its lunch i think just speaks to how good zoom is i don't know why we don't do this over zoom we use Skype and we always deal with delays. Because we don't like looking at each other, particularly at this hour. I mean, you could turn off the cameras. <laughs> John, please turn off your camera. For God's sakes, if we've told you once, we've told you 300 times. <laughs> I'm going to turn it on right now. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I don't know. Skype, Skype. I mean, it's funny to me because you're, you're totally right, Lex. I mean, it's free. It allows multi-party stuff. It has most of the same features. I think the biggest thing, and they had this feature, I think, even before Zoom really started taking off, which was the whole, like, you can use a URL, or they added it very quickly, like, so you don't need to set up a Skype account or something like that. But yeah, I think they just, they missed the boat on that one, which is funny, because, like you said, everyone's got a Skype account. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Your internet is terrible, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) It's not. That's the thing. It's just Skype is terrible. Um... Do you want to transfer to Zoom mid mid show and see how that goes? I you know guess, what? Don't do that. Don't do that. That's no, just going to yeah, make my life yeah. way harder. We also we also use call recorder. Uh, I know I yeah. do, and I'm pretty sure you both do, or nope. at least at least Dan. Audio nope. hijack. I but me. Dan, you use. Call I run recorder, both right? now, and I tend to use the yeah. audio hijack tracks when I'm actually putting the show together. Um, although yeah. one thing I've noticed that I was thinking about that, that audio hijack doesn't have that it could really use is call recorder has a really nice feature where you can make a note that's linked to a timestamp and say like, oh. ah, at this point I have to fix this. Uh, I wish audio hijack had a feature like that where it could just like uh, at least make a list of notes. I mean, in, in call recorder, they're actually embedded in the file, um, because it supports mm-hmm. that in the movie format. I don't think waves... I don't think that's necessarily supported in a wave or an MP3 as you're recording it, but I don't know. But I, I yeah, yeah, we should. I'm going to suggest that to a friend of ours. 
Not Paul yeah, Cafasis, just someone else. Someone else who might. <laughs> just some yeah, friend, some, some friend. random friend. I don't know. Yeah. But I was thinking that was a reason why we weren't suddenly using Well, Zoom can do recording, which is nice. It can actually, and it's actually better because it can break out, if you have the paid account, it can break out individual tracks. Oh, okay. Um, they're not, yeah. it's still not recorded locally. So, like, I, if I record on my computer, I will get individual tracks for both of you, but I will only get what I am hearing. So if there's artifacts or whatever in the call, I will still well, have sure. that. But yeah. you guys can also record, in theory, a local track still. So, yeah, that, that nobody's right. made a great solution for that, although there are some... I know people really like a thing called Zencaster, um, which I think has also opened up to allow more stuff right now. Um, but the, what's nice about that is it's all browser-based, and it records local tracks, and it does all the like track uploading and stuff for you, which is actually super cool, but... My distrust of those things. The podcasters I guess, is in our audience are just loving this. They're like, "Man, this is the <laughs> podcast creation." Content and everybody else ID. turned the episode off. <laughs> well, I hope they didn't, John, because I didn't yet tell them that this episode is brought to you by Pingdom from Solar Winds. While you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click that buy now button or access your content? You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that's no good. You need a system. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site. And more importantly, when it's not, you need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. And that's just on Dan's website. <laughs> that's more than 400,000 outages every day. Pingdom helps keep your I sites. I thought you were going to say something sites... about me being old again. <laughs> uh, Pingdom <laughs> that's helps just keep your body. Sites. And the sites you love online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company or like Moltz, 500 years old. You need alerts about any <laughs> critical website issues. They'll let you customize how you're alerted depending on the severity of an outage. Plus, they'll track and analyze your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a site of any size, you need Pingdom. And Pingdom has a no-fuss approach to getting started because I hate fuss. All they need is the URL you want to monitor and they'll take care of the rest. Go to pingdom.com slash sign up right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required then when you do sign up use the code rebound at checkout to get a huge 30 percent off your first invoice thanks to pingdom from solar winds for their support of this show pingdom.com slash sign up for a 14-day free trial and use the code rebound at checkout for 30 percent off your first invoice if uh if you lived in australia you'd probably be able to go to the apple store sometime soon i'm not sure i would <laughs> You'd actually go? Is that no? I said I'm not sure. I would. would I'm not to... sure I would go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think to I would the either. Apple Store. <laughs> we should switch to Zoom. <laughs> I'm setting up a Zoom right now. I hate all of you so much. <laughs> it's a simple edit, Dan. Just leave it all in. This is the stuff the listeners crave. They want to know. Leave how both that of them on. Leave both of them running. No, no, no. You're gonna you're gonna close Skype after I get you your URL for the Zoom. Really? Yeah. We're going to attempt a mid-show switch of platforms with a seamless yeah. break. But John's recording with Call yeah. Recorder, so that's not going to work. Well, I can oh. start another recording. It's going to have to be another recording I don't anyway, want right? to do that. <laughs> but it won't be. See, the, the one that I send you is from the other computer, which is going to keep recording. Oh, my God. So, so you're saying this is... It would, only be, it would only be if something, you know... Yeah, yeah. No, you, you <laughs> Wait, get what could possibly go from wrong? From, from John. You, you get a different recording from John. John doesn't send you his Call Recorder. His Call Recorder is a backup. He's just eliminating his backup. Yeah. He's live He's live swapping drives with no backup. That's all. He's working without a net? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm working with two nets. <laughs> that doesn't make you twice as safe. <laughs> Dan, I'm not letting you in from the You haven't room seen these nets. They're beautiful Moltz nets. Joined. 
Everybody loves these nets. Uh, they're Molts the best get in my nets. waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a euphemism. <laughs> Is it? Is it not really? It's not a euphemism. <laughs> Should have worn clothes. There's no video. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, you turn. Oh, you, I see. I joined with video now. See, well, that's on admit, you, man. Admit that's on you. I'm hanging up here. <laughs> We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, <laughs> we destroyed the podcast. Oh, look, with video, <laughs> as promised, as the prophecy foretold. <laughs> How can I turn off the video? <laughs> Remember when I said Stop I wanted video. less work editing this week? Yeah. No, you're not. That like I said, you're, it's not going to happen. I well. So we're we're we are testing this to see if this works better than Skype. Is that one what we're of, doing? One of you is doing the show then, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not telling you which one. I, I would also say that the audio quality is now way better. I mean, you sound better. Thank you. You're so still you, a little broken up though, but who knows what that's the uh, there's there's an internet problem somewhere in our chain here. That's just the the emotional stress he's under. Mm, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's why he's broken up. So you got pigs. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i should have picks um i feel like I'm, I'm not not thinking of my picks oh i mean i as far as entertainment picks go um i have been enjoying enjoying uh, so uh epics was free for a while on yes apple tv and um i started watching war of the worlds which is you know i will say if you're if you're feeling vulnerable right now <laughs> it is a very bleak show uh however i i enjoy it and i i feel like not great right now but um i think i am enjoying seeing things like this because it makes me feel better about the situation that we're in i guess at least aliens aren't attacking is that your point exactly at least aliens didn't just kill like you know 99 percent of the population of the world instead it was just so, a horrible virus it could be worse the john mold story exactly that's my coping mechanism all right all right, that's fair. Um, uh, it's very, it's very well made, uh, and uh, I like it. So, unfortunately, you can't get Epic. I mean, you can get a, you can get it free for a week. So you could probably, I think they're all on there. So you could probably uh, binge the first season in a week. With careful, you'd be really kind of. <laughs> I have to pace them out a little bit, and I've been pacing them out and watching like things like Adventure Time in between <laughs> to get my heart rate back down. Did you watch? Um, there's a, actually there's good stuff on Epics. Did you, I mean, I liked both um, Pennyworth, which is the uh, uh, yeah. We've, we've discussed this on another podcast. I had a, I I checked out a Pennyworth because I I got I got mad at Pennyworth. Okay. But... Uh, and uh, I liked get the Get Shorty, the version of Get Shorty that they did. Yeah, I've heard that's good. really good. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird, you know. It's funny that they have these. <laughs> they have some some shows that are pretty good, and I don't think I would have been able to name Epics. Like three weeks ago, yeah. And I, uh, Epics always makes me laugh because it was also the name of my. I think I've told you this before, but the name of my first internet provider uh, when we switched from AOL, it was the Eastern Pennsylvania Internet. Maybe it Exchange. is. Maybe it is them. Epics. It could be. It could be. Yeah. And it was a at the time all, it was all a, grown a, up. Text only connection was how they advertised it, it. It's funny because as a streaming service, I feel like it makes more sense if their name is Epix, and yet that's not their name. <laughs> Like yeah, that's a terrible name. But it's it's literally how it's <laughs> that spelled. Sounds, that sounds like that sounds like you know the camera transfer software on the performer that I'm sitting <laughs> at my feet. It, they're electronic pictures, John. I don't know how I can make this clear. <laughs> so my uh, my picks, my 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 entertainment picks. I guess I would say that your really, e picks. Yes. <laughs> Damn it! I, I enjoyed. Um, 
the the broadcast television series Zoe's Extraordinary Play- Playlist, which is available on Hulu. Not to be confused with um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which is on Sunday mornings <laughs> at 11. <laughs> and the 700 Club. It's a really good show with a cast of people you'll just love. Um, I don't know. I, I find that show delightful. Oh, I heard it was a, not a great. Episode so one. I'm interested. That oh, you... I really liked it. Okay. Right. Really liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, well, I like Boy, this is true. We're going to have our first fight online. I like any TV show where they break into song for no reason. Like I, that conceit always works for me. And well, Lex. I also like You're going to um, love Stone. the rebound. <laughs> Keep going. That's all I, I got. <laughs> oh, no, I was wrong. I also enjoyed uh, Stephen King's The Institute. That's a book. I read that on my Kindle. I think I read it in one there's no re- day. There's no reading on this podcast. <laughs> I was I was assured there would be no. No, I, I read it over the course of two days because I liked it that much. I let's see. I actually been rewatching some stuff because that's sort of like Same. the comfort that you get. Um, yep. My wife had never seen um, Better Off Ted, which mm. if you have not watched, is hilarious and well recommended and feels both outdated and yet even more so. <laughs> Um, it is a off office satire, uh, really over the top. It's delightful. Um, and I've been rewatching the Disney show Gargoyles, a cartoon that I adored from my <laughs> teenage years, which is still really good. I know you guys gotta laugh wow. at it, but I I'm totally cool with it. No, it is I one know, of the I best pieces of extended storytelling. I'm watching Adventure Time. <laughs> I'm watching Adventure Time by myself. I might add. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm watching this mostly by myself, so. Yeah. I've been rewatching the Larry Sanders show by myself and I had been using my in-laws HBO Go account and then when I saw that you could sign up for HBO Max at a discounted price for a year and still cancel at any time and get current access to HBO now until HBO Max goes live, it's very clear. Uh but I did that and so then I switched to watching it on my own account. And I felt even better. It's even more enjoyable when I'm watching it on my own account. Sir so saying HBO Go HBO went. <laughs> oh my God. This is just this is just what it's like being on a show with you, Lex. Just so you know, a thing I have discovered. Uh, this is a note about my new Mac Mini because uh, I talked about iFlix last week, but I also discovered that Plex. I used to, if I was going to go out, I would sync something to my iPad from Plex to watch while I was out someplace, and if I was going to stand around waiting for any amount of time. And uh, I don't do that anymore, obviously, but there are still some areas in the house that are not the where the Wi-Fi is not the greatest. So uh, I have now taken to thinking if I'm going to go to one of those areas for an extended period of time, I think something to my iPad. And the again, the like, I think it's got to be the T2 chip or it's just like or it's just having something that's a lot faster. But the syncing process is so much faster now uh, because it used to take I mean, it would take for like a 40 minute show it could take at least 40 minutes in order to sync it would take at least a half an hour so i would have to you know make make the decision like well in advance of leaving the house in order to sync any kind of entertainment and now it just takes like a couple couple minutes at most so i think um, it's that is that is very enjoyable it's a two-part thing because it's got to transcode it and then it's got to sync it Yeah, yeah right and the transcoding on this machine is seemingly quite fast so I am uh, I am well pleased. I am pleased with my purchase. Let me just say that. I will recommend as a pick a show that I really enjoy, which now I think you can now get on YouTube for free. I think they just put up all the episodes. It is a British panel show called Taskmaster. Um, oh, yeah. If, People have been you, talking about this. 
I've we started watching it a year or two ago, a couple of years ago, yeah. Um, recommended by a friend, and essentially the premise is this: it's a panel of five comedians. There is a a host, Greg Davies, and his assistant Alex Horn, and essentially. Over the past, like, several months, each of these these panelists have been given these just, like, st- stupid, bizarre competition tasks. Um, like, I don't know, it's windy. Push all these, ball- like, giant inflatable balls up a hill. And so they go out on these locations, and they're asked to do these really absurd tasks. And it's often presented very, like, deadpan. Like, yes, you must do this thing. And it is hilarious. It is, I, I guarantee you, it is one of the funniest things you have ever watched. And apparently now all of the things are on all the episodes up through season five are on YouTube. Um, It is great. I cannot recommend it highly enough if you are looking for something that is totally absurd. I've not seen it. I will check it out. I wrote it down. Uh, It reminds me of a show, although it's it's clearly very different, that I would recommend to you both. This show ended years ago. It was Canadian. I don't know where you can stream it. It looks like you can purchase some of it from iTunes and some of it from Amazon, but the show Kenny versus Spenny, are you familiar with this one? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, Kenny and Spenny uh, are, are two childhood best friends. Each week they pick a competition for themselves and they compete. And then whoever wins gets to force the other to undergo some sort of humiliation. It's like who can stay <laughs> awake the longest or who can stay standing for the longest or who can whatever. And, uh, one of the conceits is that Kenny is a horrible cheater most of the time, which Spenny like knows, but constantly thinks he's uh, this time he won't be able to cheat. But literally, like if I recall correctly, it's been a long time since I watched the whole series. But if I recall correctly, there's a time when they're like, "Who can stay blindfolded the longest?" And it's like three, two, one, put on your blindfolds. Kenny instantly takes his off, and Spenny's like, "How is he getting around so well while he is blindfolded?" And it's because he's not blindfolded and it's just a fantastic show. I yeah. highly recommend it. If you can what, find word. One of the best parts about mm-hmm. Taskmaster is as it goes on, the contestants start to realize that the, the tasks are written in such a specific way that there are always loopholes. And so you can always like, well, you know, it didn't say I couldn't do this and watching them find out ways to get around it, which will occasionally just get disqualified by the judges because they're like, no, I don't think you really adhered to what it said about this. Anyways, really, really good. Uh, But that, yeah, that sounds similar, Lex. I I, I like watching people do stupid things sometimes, especially if they don't get hurt. I don't like this podcast. I don't listen to this (laughs) podcast. That's the point. Anyways, those were our our picks. That's hurtful. I mean... (sighs) I do listen to it. I listen to it more than either of you. <laughs> you listen to it the most times of any of any of us. Yes, on a probably of any of our listeners. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some binge listeners out there who listen to each episode two or three times. That seems plausible. Does it? <laughs> Never mind. I tried talking about Australian Apple stores opening and nobody wanted to talk about that. Nobody wants to go there either. Mainly Lex. I responded at least. Lex was too busy trying to switch us over to a different... Yeah. <laughs> Lex was trying to flip the table. I hate you both so much. <laughs> You're going to get one file from me. One file from me. One file freedom is what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get.